Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and welcome to HV Pucks Overtime. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. What separates me from the mainstream is that you do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is 100% free and available on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. HV Pucks Overtime is sponsored by Atlas Admissions, a boutique firm that specializes in working with motivated and passionate individuals who seek admission to undergraduate and graduate healthcare programs. Whether they are applying for medical school, residency, or fellowships, our clients come to us from across the globe at all stages of training to develop and optimize their applications for admission. Atlas Admissions bring extensive experience and professionalism to every case and will customize our support to your individual needs and concerns. Visit them today at www.atlasadmissions.com. Call them at 617-712-2261 or email them at info at You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. I recently had the opportunity to chat with CJ Blaska. CJ uh, has a very storied hockey career, which began at Immaculate High School. Uh, He then took his game to South Kent. Uh, He's played for the Walpole Express. He went to St. A's, uh, because I have a very difficult time saying the name of the college. He's also played for the Danbury Titans the Carolina Thunderbirds, and he is now currently playing in Indiana for the Evansville Thunderbirds. He's also a part of the brain trust behind the company known as Hoser Hockey, which turns benders into beauties. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by C.J. Blaska. C.J. has a very storied hockey career, which he's going to share with us tonight. Um, He's taken a few minutes out of his busy schedule to chat with me, and I really do appreciate it. C.J., thank you so much. Happy New Year. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. Thanks for having me on. Happy New Year as well, Uh, all the listeners. Yeah, it's it's my pleasure, my absolute pleasure. Since Mike Benelli connected us through Hoser Hockey, which we'll absolutely get into later on, I definitely once I learned of your backstory, wanted to have you know you on so you could share your journey. So, could you talk to us a little bit about your hockey journey from your time in Immaculate to South Kent? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually played for Coach Benelli for three years at Immaculate, and. Uh, you know, as my career was winding on, I decided that it was best for me to give prep school a shot. Um, I was fortunate to play two years at South Kent with some great hockey players. Uh, played for Coach Eric Soltes. He's actually now a, a scout for Calgary. So, nice, nice. You know, I got to play for a very, like I said, very well-seasoned coach and uh, team. So that was fun. Um and then from there, I you know I played two years there, graduated. I played a little bit in Canada, 
and then came down and played for Walpole Express in the what used to be the Atlantic Junior Hockey League. Okay. And uh, played two years there under Mark Kumpel, also another great hockey mind. Played for uh, the Nordiques, actually, back in the day. Nice. So, yeah, he was, he was an awesome guy. And then uh, I actually ended up breaking my leg through my halfway through my second year. Yikes. Uh, didn't really know if I was going to be able to play hockey at that level ever again. And I was fortunate that I got picked up uh, by St. Anselm College. They wanted me to commit there and play for four years. And I was very fortunate to get to go and play at a great school and play for a good organization. You know that you are very fortunate. I can't even imagine how scary, how frustrating, how uncertain that time in your life must have been. So I'm glad to hear that you rebounded and that you were able to get on with a you know attached with a college and and now fulfill your dream playing you know at at uh, at the minor league level. Um, big. And this is going to sound kind of like what's one thing you miss the most about playing? Like let's say at Immaculate or maybe at South Kent as opposed to like or college like as opposed to where you're playing now. Uh Ooh, I'll, I'll just go right down the list. As far as playing in high school, sure, it was uh, it was definitely a lot easier with the amount of schoolwork I had. Right. Um, hmm. I know everyone that's listening to that's in high school. If you guys think you have a lot of schoolwork and it's tough to balance school and friends and hockey, but it, it only gets harder as you move up the levels. So good advice. Um, that was definitely that was definitely a nice nice bit being able to join my friends and be able to play. Um, as far as college goes, I think college is pretty interesting because when you come in as a freshman, you're with you know a core group of guys for three or four years at a time, and uh, you really can build that kind of family mentality. I know me and the other five seniors that I graduated with um, at St. A's actually are you know we try to hang out as much as we can, and we're not all from the same state, so you know we're, we're doing a lot of traveling to see each other, but it's worth it because you see those guys day in and day out for you know like i said three or four years right right um but now at this level it's a totally different ball game you're you know you're on the road a lot um bus trips you know guys are in and out of the lineup constantly and i don't just mean like healthy scratches i mean getting traded and released um guys getting called up to different levels it's it's definitely a, a bit of a grind, but it's fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun, and you get to meet a lot of good hockey players for sure. Right, and we didn't we didn't mention this earlier, but right now you're currently playing for the Evansville Thunderbolts. Yes, that's yes, correct. In the yes. uh, SPHL, and yes, the Southern Professional Hockey League. Yep. Nice, nice. So, just to recap, you were at Immaculate, then you went to South Kent, then you went played for the Walpole Express, uh, and that's where you had the injury, correct? Yep. Yep. yep, and then you went to, and I, I don't want to get this wrong, St. Anselm, Anselm, did I get that right? Close, yeah, St. Anselm, you can just call it St. A's, that's what we call St. it. St. A's, so. all right, I like that, St. A's, <laughs> then after yep. that you played for the Danbury Titans, and yep. then the Carolina Thunderbirds, and now the Evansville Thunderbolts. A lot of thunder, yep. a lot of thunder out there. CJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I really do appreciate you sharing your story with us. So, um, I know you said bus trips and, and things of that nature, a lot of travel, you know, a lot of kind of guys in and out of the lineup. So can you just, just kind of describe for us a typical day in your life now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's pretty easy day. Uh, I'll get up, eat breakfast, make sure I'm eating relatively healthy because it is pretty intense, our uh, practices. 
Uh, after breakfast, I'll go to the rink for a couple hours, warm up, play a little ping pong, practice, shower up, ride the bike maybe a little bit before I shower and leave. And then it's lunch and then the gym. And that's pretty much my day. Right. Uh, the rest of the time is filled in, you know, working on uh, the business. Me and a couple of my buddies started uh, also, you know, worrying about, you know, grad school uh, for after hockey. Um, sure. So, yeah, it's it's basically, you know, I have a three like three main things that I have throughout the day that I, I definitely need to be aware of. But then everything else is just kind of filling my time with, you know, constructive elements of my life. So I definitely want to get into hoser hockey. We're going to get there. I just got a couple more quick questions for you. Um, being that you're away in Evansville, is this is the kind of stuff I love to ask the players. Is there something you found while away, like a type of food or a restaurant that you cannot get back home in Connecticut? And if so, what is it? So I actually, I don't have anything that I can't get back home in Connecticut, but what I definitely miss the most is Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. There is, there's one Dunkin' Donuts within... I don't know, 50 miles. And okay. it's like 20 minutes from my apartment in the opposite direction. It's just like, I, I it's such a struggle. Do, Dunkin' Donuts is my biggest thing do, in Connecticut. They don't have any like coffee places out there? No, they, they do, but it's just not Dunkin' Donuts. You know, we actually we actually have a Starbucks right across uh, from the ring. Yeah, I'm not crazy and, about Starbucks. What oh, if, I'm they, sorry? I'm not crazy about Starbucks. They have Tim Hortons out there or anything? No, 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 we're not far enough north. Dude, because I love Tim. I like actually Tim. It's, you might consider this to be sacrilege, but I like Tim Hortons better than Duncan. Be honest I'll give, with you. I'll give Tim Hortons his, uh, credit where credit is due. Tim okay. Hortons is, is pretty unbelievable, but yeah. when I'm in the U.S., I want my Dunkin' Donuts. I got you. I got you. <laughs> you know what? I have an idea. Why don't you and Sean and the other boys at Hoser Hockey open freaking Dunkin' Donuts out there, make a killing. Yeah. Killing. Yeah, we probably we probably could. We probably could, honestly. Or or get the Dunkin' Donuts coffee and call it Hosa Coffee. There you go. Now we're getting some ideas. Now we're getting some ideas. Getting ideas, ideas brewing. <laughs> um, what's the best piece of advice that you've received regarding playing hockey post Immaculate or post South Kent? Um, honestly, I probably have two pieces of advice that I received when I was growing up playing that helped a lot and. Uh, they kind of seem cliche, but, you know, it's one of those things where you look back on people telling you these types of things, and you're like, oh, that's not, that's, you're just saying that. But um, when you get older, you definitely learn that hockey's all about having fun. I mean, that was probably the biggest piece of advice I received was to just go out and have fun. Um, obviously, it takes, like, hard work to win games, and uh, it's a lot of, it's a grind, you know, constantly working off the ice, on the ice. Uh, you get beat up, blocking shots, taking hits, um, but all that in the end pays off. You know when you're winning, and that's that's the process is fun. So that's uh, probably the best piece of advice I've received. And then the next one, next closest one would be uh, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Hockey is a simple game, and yep. the more you try to complicate it, the harder you make it for yourself. No, yeah, I would I would agree, and actually, I like I like your answer about having fun. That's very refreshing. I actually spoke to a, a former Section One hockey player from Westchester County. He's down in Southern Methodist University in Dallas, and he said the same thing. He said his team is all right right now. I think they're right around five hundred. He goes, but at the end of the day, I'm making memories. I'm, I'm I'm making friendships, and I'm having fun. He goes, nobody in our locker room is walking out with a you know without a smile on their face at the end of the day, and that's what it's all about. I think sometimes we lose sight of the fact that playing this game should be fun um 
So let's let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Hoser Hockey because that's again how you and I got connected through again Mike Benelli. So I know you and Sean McVeigh and a few other buddies have, have started something. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk about Hoser Hockey. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, so basically, we had this idea where you know last season I thought it was going to be my last year playing, and I had to start you know buying my own equipment again and tape and all that. And I was like, this is this is outrageous how expensive it is just to get a roll of tape. Right. Or a case of wax. And uh, so Sean, me, Andrew, and a couple of our friends uh, sat down and we were like, okay, how can we make this process easier for people? Sure. So we started, you know, coming up with ideas. And one way was, you know, a subscription service. And we're like, well, you know, some people might not want to do that. So we came up with team sales. And we're also getting into, you know, pro shops. Yeah. So we tried, we we're covering all of our bases so that our customers can pretty much get the best tape and the best wax out there at, you know, through what, however they would like, whether it's online, whether it's in a store, um, or whether it's ordering through a team. Right. So we're, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these team sales and stuff you only see at the pro level where, you know, companies are only working with professional teams or college teams. You don't see it at the youth hockey level or the high school level. And so that's kind of the niche we wanted to get into and be like, look, you guys can get the same deal that these pro guys are getting. Um, you know, and it would just be a lot of fun for those kids to be able to be treated like that, you know, have a fresh roll of tape sitting in their stall before practice, you know, instead of trying to constantly borrow and beg from teammates or begging mom and dad to drive, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes out of the way to the pro shop first before going to the practice, before going to practice. No, I love, I listen, I love the idea and I appreciate you guys, um, giving me some some real sharp t-shirts i know the kids are loving them i'm actually looking at four right now that i need to get to the players because we had a little break from school and a lot of teams weren't playing kids were away so i've got some deliveries to make uh this coming weekend and then we'll certainly snap some picks and put it up on the gram which again i think it's, it's a win-win for everybody so you know and, I, and i'm hoping to be able to connect you guys with some people you know at a little bit of a higher level of of state state athletic in general so you know hopefully fingers crossed that we uh we can make that happen for you because you guys have been great to me um if we could do just a little bit of kind of like a rapid fire thing here um favorite pizza topping oh uh buffalo chicken see now again i know you're a little bit younger than me but it's like it's amazing when i went to a pizzeria when i was a kid they had pepperoni sausage maybe meatball maybe a veggie slice you didn't have buffalo chicken, bacon ranch. This, yeah. There's a, the pizzeria by me, CJ. They deep fry the slices. They put it like panko breading. They deep fry the whole thing. You could get big wow. ziti on the slice. You can get like a cheesesteak slice. It's unbelievable. Um, okay, but I'll roll with that. I'll roll with that. When eating buffalo wings, I'm assuming you're a buffalo wing fan. Most people oh, yeah. are. Do you prefer the drumsticks or the flats? I'm a big flats guy. Okay, so now, given that... Go I have ahead. a story behind that one. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> That's because at, when I was at South Kent, every Friday was wing day for lunch. Okay. And <clears throat> you could pile as many wings on your plate as you wanted, whatever. And one of my teachers taught me how to take the whole, all the meat and everything off on one bite. Nice. So you, so you could get the most chicken wings while you were at lunch. Absolutely. And you weren't wasting wasting time. <laughs> oh. So that's why I'm I kind of become a wing wing guy, a uh, flask guy. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I'm sure there's buffalo wild wings near you, either where you live or you know where you're playing. 
you can go to a Buffalo Wild Wings and let the server know that you want just a tray of flats, and they'll charge you like maybe three to five bucks more, but it's worth it because it's all flats. So oh, yeah. next time you're there, just you know, make sure you tell them Five Minute Major sent you. And I want to try. I'll definitely make sure to tell them that. I want to try. Sure. I want and make sure they're well done, extra crispy. That's key. Um, that is key. That is key. And that's one of the things I love about that. Everybody complain. Not everybody. Few people down here complain that the state tournaments in Buffalo. I'm like, hey, it's a 50 minute flight. They have killer wings. It's a great hockey town. Um, the Buffalo Sabres treat these kids like gold. I mean, we go to the Lexus Club in the Key Bank Center. Patrick Coletta, former NHL enforcer, you know, tough guy, whatever. He speaks to the kids. You know, they set up the locker room like a professional locker room. I mean, they really, you know, do a, a you know, a bang up job. So I love going up there and I love comparing and contrasting all the different wing places. Um, most embarrassing song on your playlist right now? Oof. I don't know if I have the most embarrassing song. Actually, you know what? I have. Are you familiar with who Anne Marie is? I'm not, but I'm so sure. She's a new up and coming singer. I, I downloaded her album, album actually, because uh, I saw her perform live with Ed Sheeran. I was actually blown away with how nice. good she was. So nice. I'll have to download the whole album. I will. Once we hang up, I'll have to go on YouTube and check her out. Anne Marie. All right. A little plug oh, yeah. for Anne Marie. You already answered the Duncan versus Starbucks question. So that's, we don't have to belabor that point. Um, I actually wound up getting a gift card from one of my students for five free medium lattes from Dunkin Donuts. Mm, I tried French vanilla, mocha, hazelnut, and caramel. And French vanilla is my favorite, followed by mocha, then caramel, then hazelnut. So, um, I'm usually like a black coffee kind of guy, but you know, I like a little sweet treat every now and then. Yeah, um, I'm definitely the weird. I'm black coffee when it comes to hot coffee, but ice or black coffee when it comes to hot coffee, and then I get a little bit of caramel swirl in my iced coffee. Yeah, see, I'm not really an iced coffee fan. It just never appealed to me, but I know a ton of people love it. But hey, to each his own. Um, exactly. CJ, favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Oof. Uh, past, I have this go with either Mark Messier or Brian Leach. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, um, I've been getting a lot of that lately, regardless of the age, you know, a lot of the coaches refer to Wayne Gretzky, Brian Leach, Mark Messier. What about a current player? Uh, probably I like Tori Krug. Okay. Honestly, I, sure. I think, he's a, I think he's a fun player to watch. He's yeah. Did very you? skilled. I mean, a small guy, um, playing defense at the highest level. Did you I mean, did you get to watch any Winter Classic today? I watched it a little bit. I, unfortunately, I was oh, I got I missed most of it. Yeah, I DVR'd it. I'm probably going to catch a little bit of it too. So yeah, I'm sure D man, you're a D man, five ten, two hundred pounds. Is he a left or a right shot? Do you know Krug? He is. Oh wow, he put me on the spot now. <laughs> I didn't mean to. But, didn't for mean some to. reason, I feel like he's a lefty. Well, there you go. Man. See, again, you're a lefty too, so I, I get it. I completely get it. Favorite professional team now living up there in Connecticut. You're kind of on the Ranger Bruin border. I'm sure if the, I'm, I'm sure if the Whalers were still around, you'd probably be a Whaler fan. I'm a big big Rangers fan. Good, big good. Ranger. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. Then, what are your thoughts on the team? And as far as Quinn, as far as you know, moving out Miller and McDonough and you know, Nash, some of the fat cat veterans, and bringing in some uh, of these kids. Honestly, I like I like some of the moves that they've made. Uh, Trying to go with some younger guys, while still keeping some of their core guys. I won't I won't say which guys I think they should have moved, but 
I, there's definitely there's still some guys I, I think. Oh yeah, should. there's 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 definitely guys I think should be moved, and I'm not embarrassed. I'm not saying you're embarrassed. Like I'm not afraid to say it. I think honestly, and again, this might seem like sacrilege to certain people. I think in 2015 we really should have tried to move Henrik Lundqvist and keep uh, Auntie Ranta and Cam Talbot. I'm kind of in the minority on that, but if you took their salary and took his. Six and a half million and invested it in some other players. We might have won a Stanley Cup by now. But Maybe, again, yeah. you played the game and I didn't. So that's very easy for me to play armchair GM. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like some of the young guys they brought in, like Neil Pionk and Brett Howden. I mean, they're quickly making me forget about guys like McDonough and JT Miller. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure if we've rushed the development of, uh, you know, Elias Anderson at this point. They send him back down to Hartford. I, I think Heedle is probably on his way down there too. But it's a long season. You never know. But I think the future is definitely bright. Although the one thing I will say is I'm not crazy about Sather still kind of being connected to the team. This guy seems to have a job for life. Um, you know, being that you're kind of a Bruins guy, or at least you're a Krug fan, you know Gorton had his fingerprints all over that 2011 Stanley Cup winning Bruins team. I think he has a plan, but I'm not sure if he's able to just kind of do everything he wants to do because good old Slats with his cigar up in the press box. I think he still has his hands way too much in the day-to-day operations, but I'm, I'm sure he still has his hands in a, a lot of everything. Well, I'm going to see them tomorrow night. I'm going to MSG. I'm going to watch uh, the Rangers take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Stick taps out to my brother-in-law, Joe Vasquez. I'm sitting in a luxury suite, high roller. So <laughs> it, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, all right, let's get serious about one more thing. For those players who are listening, because I just celebrated my two-year anniversary, CJ, 20,000 downloads, there are some people that are listening to this. What can you tell the players, the young guys, about life after high school or life, let's say, after travel or prep as far as playing hockey is concerned, if they're lucky enough to get to the level where you're at? Uh, definitely to enjoy every little bit of the journey. Um I know, I know I talked to some guys that I've played with who had retired and came back to the game and they always say, you know, play while you can because after you're done playing, that's all you're going to want to be doing. Right. Uh, so whether it's, you know, whether it's going to be high school is the end of the road for kids' hockey, hockey careers or they make it all the way to the NHL and have long careers, at some point we all wind up in men's league. So <laughs> That's true. Except- so play so play, you know, play the game as long as you can, and have as much fun with it as you can. And sure. Because life, life after hockey will will be there. So don't give up on it too early. Uh, words to live by. I've been fortunate enough to chat with CJ Blaska. CJ again has a very storied hockey career, which started um, at Immaculate High School. He then took his game to South Kent. He played for the Walpole Express. He went to St. A's, because I'm not able to say the name of that college, but we know what we're talking about. Then he played for the Danbury Titans, the Carolina Thunderbirds, and he is now playing with the Evansville Thunderbolts. 5'10", 200 pounds, left shot defenseman. He's also part of the brain trust known as Hoser Hockey, uh, www.hoserhockey.org, if you want to check that out. They are proud sponsors of uh, Player of the Week, along with yours truly here at HV Pucks. CJ, thank you so much. I hope 2019 brings you uh, laughs, good health, peace, and uh, continued success both on and off the ice. Uh, And I look forward to working with you as the season continues here through Hoser Hockey as well. Well, thank you very much. All the best to you and your family as well. Thanks so much. This is your boy Trav, and you're listening to HV Pucks Overtime. Thanks, CJ. No problem. Happy I could do it. Uh, It was my pleasure. 
Uh, hello there, uh, this is uh, Happy Gilmore, and uh, you're listening to the HV Pucks Podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Now back to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode of HV Pucks Overtime. And if there are any topics you'd like me to address or guests you'd like to hear from, please tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. You can also find me on Instagram at 5 underscore min underscore major. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5 Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink. <laughs>